Welcome to the Enlightenment Moment. In this podcast, we will discuss all matters and channels of personal development. Our goal in life is to increase our level of awareness and continuously raise our consciousness to obtain self-mastery. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Enlightenment Moment. I have another guest on, and we are going to be talking about a journey to a healthier lifestyle. Um, And I'm going to let her introduce herself, and then we're going to jump right into the topic. Hi, my name is Denisha Michelle Seals. I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. I'm 31 years old. I am a published children's book author and an award-winning documentarian. That's awesome. I am happy to have you on the show and I'm glad that you had the time to actually be on the show. Um, So I want to start off by asking you what started you on your health journey? Well, honestly, um, I was always uh, an athlete as a as a youth and um, I always was into forms of physicality. Uh, But when I had gotten, you know, diagnosed with PTSD, my senior year of uh, college, I got really, really sick and um, really sick. You know, if you don't know what post-traumatic stress disorder is, I would encourage everyone to look it up. Military veterans are not just the only ones who could be diagnosed with mental health challenges such as PTSD. I am a survivor of sexual assault. So um, that's where my PTSD came from. And um, growing up, I had body image issues. Uh, you know, when your body has been violated, you know, you kind of blame your body for essentially what others have done. So I, uh, when I gained a lot of weight, uh, when I was first diagnosed, um, I stopped doing the things that made me feel good about myself, which was working out and eating healthy. So what made me start this new journey, uh, a clean juice journey, um, is that I had a conversation with God and my ancestors and I needed to cleanse and detox and remove every ostentation from my life that would distract me from the mission and vision and the purpose he created for me to do. So the 60 days of juicing has mostly been about, you know, uh, introspection, uh, conversation with, you know, God and listening and hearing. I'm learning there's a, there's a difference and uh, applying what he tells me to do uh, to my, my daily life. So developing a spiritual routine. Okay, so this this fast, you said it's a 60 day cleanse. Um, how, how many days in are you so far? I lost count. <laughs> I started September 5th, a day before my birthday, and I'll be done November 4th is my last day. So I, 60 days of juicing um, has been um, a journey. You know, uh, you've seen the pictures on Facebook and everything. So um, it definitely has been a journey. I'm, I'm proud of myself for what I have been able to accomplish thus far uh, with learning discipline. I found a company uh, where I am. They, their headquarters is in another state, but it's called um, Clean Juice. And I sent out an email 
uh, proposing that they sponsor me 60 days of their product, their clean juice, which is 100% organic, uh, you know, no preservatives, 100, you know, it's, it's the creme de la creme, you know, of, of, of juicing, right, of, of juice cleanses and, and uh, juicing companies for as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, I, I told them a little bit about me and that I wanted to film my progress um, and interview uh, individuals of color who are either, you know, vegan, uh, sociologists, um, psychologists, psychiatrists, uh, farmers of color, um, as well as individuals who are going through their uh, health journey to um, show that uh, nutritional, uh, I'll call it uh, nutricide, right? So a lot of the reason why a lot of our community uh, eats the way eat the way we eat has a lot to do with what we have access to. How many Black-owned organic grocery stores uh, do you have? My point exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How you know? So. Um, the goal uh, we have historical uh, and what we need to do now within growing our own uh, learning what we are doing uh, to our body, uh, what we're putting in our bodies and what uh, effects that have uh, that has on us mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. I cannot hear you. Your microphone is muted. There uh, we go. There we go. Here we go. Sorry about that. So it, it's a lot to unpack. I just want to go back a little bit because you did talk about PTSD. And I do want to make sure that everybody is aware that it is not only the military that experienced PTSD. I also um, had another show where I was talking with my friends that I feel like that a lot of Black communities experience PTSD, not only Black communities, other communities as well, but the things that we may go through on a daily basis, uh, especially when I was living in Philadelphia, the fireworks and things like that, is triggering. And people do get PTSD from traumatic experiences like that. We just don't uh, necessarily frame it as PTSD. But if you look at some of the symptoms, they do also run parallel to PTSD. Um, and another thing that you talked about is not only is this fast um, for your physical being, it's for your spiritual being. And I think that that is amazing. A lot of people don't talk about fast in that way or talk about cleansing their body in that way to align themselves, not only physically, but also spiritually. Uh, so I commend you on that. And um, another thing that I wanted to ask you, like what made you go with juicing? Like what made you feel like that that was the best uh, cleanse that you could do um, to be in alignment with what you wanted to accomplish? 
Well, the truth is um, our body needs a break. You know, we need a break. Our body needs a break and uh, liquefying my nutrients, um, cold press juice, by the way, cold pressing my nutrients, I'm getting max benefit. And um, I chose juicing because at one point um, I did juicing in the past and I really loved how, you know, it, it cleaned, cleaned me out. Uh, there was clarity. Um, my skin was clear. You know, um, I only will do it. I only did it in the past for a couple of days, but I chose juicing because I, I believe that is the best form of cleansing your body and developing the discipline uh, that you need to begin your uh, spiritual regimen. So that's why I chose one of the many reasons why uh, I chose juicing. Um, I had to reach out to um, a company, you know, a, a corporation, because I cannot afford to do juicing like a lot of marginalized communities of color. Uh, we just don't have the money to uh, either buy the amount of product it will take to juice, you know. Um, so that is something else we, we discuss in the film. Um, a lot of the reason why we eat what we eat is because we eat what we can afford. So um, I chose to do juicing because I think it is the best way to give your body everything it needs. Right. I, I definitely agree with you on some level because I, uh, before I moved, when I was still in Philadelphia, I was juicing as well, but I did it occasionally and I made like a lot of it, but I had to go to like the farmer's market and, you know, you had to buy it in bulk, but then you had to make sure you uh, juice it before it goes bad. And then the juicing properties really only last for about a day or two after you juice it for you to get the most, the maximum benefits. Um, in my opinion, I may, I may be wrong. I, that's just the way that I felt about it. So um, when I was juicing for me, I had to, or I felt like that I had to drink it within the first two days of juicing. Um, so at that point, you know, you have to go back out and buy more bulk, uh, which can get expensive. So I, I do uh, understand what you're saying. And I think that it is awesome that you're advocate, advocating for um, the Black community in the way that you are. Thank you. I wanted to go back to the uh, mental health aspect of uh, not just my life, but within our community. A lot of what we go through mentally on a mental health scale and why we have learned that mental illness is our normalcy is because of historical trauma. And because the system is not equipped to help us heal because the system is responsible for our pain, right? So a 27 year old black man going in to see statistically what a 30 year old white woman who is a therapist uh, about some of his issues, she will not have any understanding, cognitive understanding. She may have emotional or proverbial understanding of you know, sympathizing with his struggle, but there's no cognitive understanding of what that black male is, is truly going through or that black woman if she or he 
outside of our community lacks the understanding of historical trauma, social trauma, familial trauma that goes on in our communities. So we learn to abuse ourselves and we learn to abuse each other. And I think that healing um, is one of the most important things we can do in our community. However, I believe that it starts with wanting to do it. That's, that's what I was gonna say there. I definitely agree because um, me being a personal development coach, I cannot help anybody on any level, whether it be physical, mental, spiritual, I can't help you unless you actually want to be helped. Um, I could give you all the advice. I can show you all of the, the measures to take. I can give you all of the courses, but if you don't want to be helped or if you don't even acknowledge that you need help, it's nothing that you or anybody else can actually do for them. But um, I do think that the work that you're putting out, when people do realize that they need help, it is going to be out there for them and your material will be out there to help them in a way that they need in one of the ways that they need to be helped because it is many different ways to deal with the same traumas. But um, one of the ways that you're putting out there is an amazing way. Um, juicing is very delicious. Uh, the way that you're doing it can be very hard because you're just doing juice fasting. So if you go from some people who actually still eat meat or even if they're vegan, just going straight to juicing where you're not having any solid foods, it can be hard. It can be troubling. So that kind of leads I me. I think to the problem with that is that this whole society is surrounded with food. Um, this society, Western society has an oral fixation, rather if it's gum, food, whatever, we are surrounded with ads, surrounded with, I mean, statistically in poor neighborhoods and marginalized neighborhoods of color, there are more fast food restaurants than there are grocery stores. There's a reason for that. that that's a part of the nutritional genocide that happens in our community, right? But what we have to understand is we have been conditioned around eating so much, so much around this area that you have to discipline yourself to recognize when you are just juicing, you're still getting everything you need, everything your body needs. But it, it's the, the our, our metacognition and conditioning that forces us to think, we're not, I'm not, I'm not full. Well, you are full, you know, it only takes 16 ounces of juice and that's what your body needs, right? That's just what your body needs right now. And then, you know, throughout the day uh, and um, we, we it's, it's a conditioning and what makes it hard really is when you have to go against your deficit thinking, you have to change your relationship with food. You have to change your relationship with your unfortunately are you know we're human we're fallible you know we 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 have we have our own thoughts our own beliefs about what we should be doing for our body or what our body needs but i hope i'm making sense but the truth is you're getting everything you need and the only reason why it really is so difficult for a lot of people is one that lack of discipline lack of understanding you know and the 
the, the, the troubles that we have with addressing our deficit thinking when it comes to food, our relationship and our relationship with it. That's right. why it's difficult. So when I, once I realized that um, what, what, the real, what, what the real challenge was, it really wasn't the smell of food. It really wasn't the, the chewing. It was really, I have been conditioned to believe that I'm supposed to be eating. And that's the only way I'm gonna get full. And that's the only way I'm going to be receiving all of the nutrients that I need for my body. Oh, well, what about an iron deficit? I don't have an iron deficit. I'm not at a, uh, a deficit with any of my um, vitamins, minerals, none of that. You know, so again, it, it goes into educating um, ourselves the right way with individuals who are qualified to uh, teach us, not individuals who just go on Google or saw a couple YouTube videos and or Dr. Sabi, who's really not even a real doctor, and, 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 and adopting what other people are saying we should be doing with our eating habits. So I think a lot of the challenges has to go with not only wanting um, to do better, but is having the information to know how to do and be better. And once you know that, everything else will become a ripple effect. Right. So uh, because you said, if I understood what you were saying, so to sum it all up for me, for me to understand it is it's all about mindset. So as long as you have the right mindset and the mind body connection, because like you said, you may be thinking I'm not eating, so I'm not full. But if you have the right mindset and you mentioned discipline a lot since the start of the show, like you have to be disciplined. And I wanted to ask you what is or what so far, what is your biggest hurdle or obstacle going into this, this juice fast? As a woman, um, juicing, uh, my body is different from a male's body. A male juicing for 60 days will not have the same challenges that I, as a woman, would have. Uh, my menstrual cycle, for example, I'm losing fluid. And within losing that fluid, what's in the blood? you know, iron, whatever, you know. Uh, so making sure that um, those menstrual cravings <laughs> of, of sugar, uh, chocolate, um, you know, uh, man, I would say that by far is the biggest hurdle. And also living with, you know, my partner who is not you know, doing this with me and um, cooking for him, you know, um, it's, it can cause conflict with that. So I would definitely encourage individuals who are doing this to, I'm not saying he doesn't support me. What I'm saying is it's a lot easier to have that accountability partner doing the same thing you're doing or being a part of a group of individuals such as on social media or whatever to assist you uh, during those days where you have to cook for your children, but you're juicing and those collard greens are looking really good, you know, or that, that, that you know, or, or that banana pudding is looking really, really good. And, um, and, and I would say those are, and being nice to myself. Um, those three things have been so far the 
hardest uh, hurdles, you know, for, for me, the menstrual cycle, um, the, the kind of having to cook for someone while I'm juicing or there's DoorDash right there or there's whatever the case may be. And also, um, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. And being hard on myself, you know, I think just the fact that, you know, making sure I'm affirming myself because I've accomplished a lot more than um, most people would even attempt to do a 60 day juice cleanse. So um, I need to be nice to myself. Right, you need to applaud yourself for even the little steps that you've been taking so far. And yeah, I I've lost a lot of weight, you know. Um, I'm still stuck at 202 right now, but my I'm losing a lot of inches now, you know. Uh, so when I start working out next week with a personal trainer, um, you know, so I'll be incorporating fish, vegetables with the um, juice next week. So um, I'm looking forward to uh, doing that. That's awesome. Um, so how important is it because you say that your partner doesn't juice with you, but he does support you. So how important on this journey, not only on this journey, but in general, is it to have a strong support team? I would say on a scale of one through 10, I'll say 100. Because if you, like I said, if you have been conditioned and you aren't aware of maybe even some aspects of eating can be triggering for some people or not eating could be triggering for some people. Um, having a therapist, having a, you know, physician, um, having, you know, people in the medical field, people in your personal life supporting you is, um, is a necessity to um, accomplish your, your goal in anything in life, in my opinion, when it comes to um, your health inside out. So far, but besides the weight that you've dropped, what has been uh, some, if not all of the benefits from you juicing? Uh, well, I definitely have gained a lot of spiritual clarity um, I will say that I have also had to attack my own deficit thinking in terms of what I think about myself or what I feel about myself or those insecurities uh, that I, I have had. I recognized uh, that the insecurities that I had about my body actually were not my insecurities. Uh, those were insecurities of other people projecting uh, on me. And as a child, as a youth, um, and as an empath, I kind of was intoxicated with that, that negativity. And um, so I have learned that God did not make any mistakes with my body. And my job is to take care of what he gave me the best way that I can. And any pseudo ideology of beauty, uh, femininity, masculinity, or um, athletic or healthy or health, um, I need to make sure it aligns with who I am and not what people say should it should be or how it should look. That is what it has done for me uh, beyond the physical. That's amazing. Um, so 
my last question for you is what do you see as your next step, your next journey uh, when you end this fast? Like what's going to happen next for you? Well, I'm definitely going to learn how to grow my own food. You know, I, I definitely believe that um, it's, it's more important for our community to learn how to grow our own food above, you know, not above anything, but that is one of the core things we need to relearn within our community is growing our own food and not relying on what society gives us. You see what I'm saying? You go into a poor neighborhood in that grocery store, that same chain, you go into a rich neighborhood, they're offering better product to the individuals who are more uh, economically advanced than they are individuals who are at an economic, uh, economic disadvantage. So learning to grow your own food when you are in poverty actually, in my opinion, um, helps a lot with the uh, food deficits that we have in our community. So I am going to learn how to grow my own food. Um, I am going to learn what works for my body chemistry. Um, I don't believe I will take on being a vegan. I also don't believe I will be eating the same way that I, I was. Um, you know, you just got to get tired. <laughs> so uh, tired of doing what you're not supposed to be doing. And if you ain't tired, Jess, something's going to happen where you get tired enough and you start doing what you need to do to be better. So I probably will do lots of fish, lots of vegetables, um, and rarely um, rice. Because um, I also have irritable bowel syndrome. So um what goes into my stomach is it has to, it has to uh, you know, align with what's going on in there. And juicing has actually allowed me to be more regular. Um, a lot of people also don't even know the stomach is the second brain. So what you are putting in that second brain does affect you. So um, I hold my stress in my stomach, uh, in my intestines. And that, that, that is a consequence of the trauma that I have received, gone through in my life. So um, my irritable bowel syndrome constipation, excuse me, is where I, um, is, is another reasons, reason why I was juicing and another reason why I can't go back to eating the same way that I was. All right, that's amazing. And I know that you're going to do great things even uh, during this journey and after this journey. And uh, I look forward to seeing your results after you're done uh, creating the documentary that you're creating. I hope to see that when you're done. And I want to actually have you back on the show later on a later date, probably when you enter into your next journey and we can even talk about that and the things that you learned from this journey. But until then, just let everybody know where they can find you, what's your social media handles, um, any of the information that you would like to give everybody at this moment? Well, definitely uh, you can find me on Instagram, Water to Spirit. My website is www.water2spirit.com. And my Facebook business page is Denisha Michelle Seals. You can follow me to receive updates on book signings, um, my book release uh, for next year, and um, all the 
activities I have been doing and will be doing uh, or plan to do. All right, that's awesome. And for anybody that didn't catch that, you can either replay this or I will have all her information down in the show notes um, where you could just click on the link and go right to all of that information and look her up and follow her and look at all the amazing things that she's been doing and um, just follow her along the amazing journey that she's going to have in the future. And I just want to say that I appreciate you and I thank you for coming on the show and sharing your health journey with us. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Enlightenment Moment. I appreciate all my listeners and supporters of this podcast. I hope you left this episode just a little more enlightened. Catch another moment such as this one next week, as always, to jumpstart your weekend.